Welcome everybody into Squabble 66. They say to be a professional better in Vegas to make some money, you have to get at least 55% on your picks. Well, last week we went four and two, which means a resounding 66%. Round of applause. Come on. We're gonna keep winning you guys' bets. Take us to Vegas. Uh, I don't make guarantees, but we're gonna make you guys some money. Please welcome special guest for today's episode, Nick Kratia, everybody. What up, what up, everyone? Good to be here. Ready to call some picks. As usual, always great to have you on the show. Uh, Nick Kratia had to bring him in the week after the Packers lost uh, to see if he's still going to pick with them <sighs> the following week. Wow, got to bring that up. <laughs> How could we do the show without it? If you want more content, me and Nick did a special video with Norpcam breaking down uh, how our predictions went from the show last week. Uh, just the other day, you can click the link right there and it will take you to Norpcam's video. We talked for an hour and a half and went great. Uh, so coming up on today's picks, the Chargers, not San Diego anymore, possibly the London Chargers soon. <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers are a one-point favorite at Oakland for the uh, Thursday night football uh, this week. It's going to be a great game. I think Oakland, I think they're being a little bit slept on. They've played a pretty tough schedule, and they've been playing extremely competitively. Uh, lots of different arenas, different stadiums they've had to go to all across the globe. They've played in London. They've played in Green Bay. Uh, all these different places, they have a chance to play at home versus a Chargers team that was, while they had a great performance against Green Bay, they have been a roller coaster all year long. I think this is another roller coaster game for the Chargers. I think they're going to lose on the road. I'm taking Oakland against the points. Final score, Oakland wins. Close game, 24-20. Nick. LA Chargers had some success against Green Bay, I will admit, this last week around, but I think that was a little combination of Green Bay just did not show up in Los Angeles this last week. They really laid an egg, so to speak. And LA now has a new challenge going into the black hole. It is a rivalry game. I think it's going to be close throughout, gonna be kind of middle of the road, kind of scoring affair. Derek Carr is going to have some success against this defense, contrary to my Aaron Rodgers, who just really just had an egg, uh, laid an egg, so to speak, with his week. And he'll bounce back, I believe, against Carolina. But when we talk about this Oakland game, they haven't been at home all of October. This will be their second consecutive week at home. I believe they will continue their victorious run, winning last week against the Lions 31-24. It's going to be close this time around. Oakland wins at home against their rival LA Chargers 26-24. Very similar scores. I like the way you're picking so far, Nick. Uh, let's talk about the next matchup. How about the Battle of MetLife Stadium? The Giants are technically the road team here playing at the Jets, but they are a two-point favorite in this ballgame. What I think is interesting about this game is the fact both of these coaches are not the best coaches, but last week, I, 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 I don't even know what to say about Adam Gase losing at Miami. Don't get me started. I have no faith in Adam Gase anymore, and because of that, I'm taking the Giants in this game. I think they win going away 28-21, and I'm taking them uh, swallowing those points easily. Nick. I think you're kind of generous with New York, the Jets, that is, giving them 21 points. They really struggled against those Dolphins, and I'm with you here. I think the Jets continue to struggle, even at home. Technically, it is a home game for them, but the Giants, you know, it's their backyard as well, so I wouldn't really consider any momentum or any favors going towards the Jets' way. I would say it's all looking at the Giants. Daniel Jones, a great opportunity for him 
to fling it around the air against the struggling Jets defense. Saquon Barkley, he did, he played well, he ran well against the Cowboys this last evening on Monday night. I think he's going to continue to run over this Jets defense that has just been nothing but really a struggle all together defensively. So they're going to win by two scores, the Giants are. So I, I need you to recut the, the Saquon line because it's going up on Thursday. It wasn't last evening. Oh, okay. So yeah. start again from Saquon. Okay. I think Saquon is going to continue his performance. He's going to stay on a positive note from his Monday night football matchup against the Cowboys. I think the Giants go into this game. They don't care that the Jets are at home. It's their home too. Two scores they're going to win by. Jets are going to struggle to put up these points, and the Giants are going to rebound against how they did against the Cowboys. Final score, Giants win this one in the Battle of New York, 27-16. to You know, Halloween's over, Nick, but it, from the sounds of it, it makes it, you make it sound like Sam Darnold is still seeing ghosts <laughs> out there. Uh, the next Might be right. <laughs> the next matchup we're going to talk about, uh, Green Bay at home versus Carolina. Bounce back opportunity. Carolina is a good team. Uh, they just announced earlier this week that Cam Newton is on IR, which means he's going to be out at least eight weeks. That is a long time without that guy, which means I'm pretty confident that they are set to move on from Cam. Kyle Allen, they like what they see from him, despite what happened in San Francisco. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think this game is going to help Kyle Allen's case very much. On the road at Lambeau, Green Bay coming off a loss. They just got embarrassed by the Chargers. What were they, three and four before that? You would know, Nick. <laughs> uh, but it, it was an embarrassing game, and now they're back at home. I think it's it's a tough break for Carolina. They didn't play the best game against Tennessee last week. Still able to win, uh, but nothing that showed me why they're going to go into Green Bay and win. I think Green Bay wins. I'm swallowing the five-point spread. Uh, I'm taking Green Bay, and I think they win final 30-23. to 23. I like the sound of that, and I'm right with I'm right there with you, pal. I'm never backing down to picking my pack, daddies. You know, you hear it right. It's my Green Bay Packers, and they're going to go into Lambeau Field back at home. They really desperately need a rebound against these Chargers that they laid an egg, essentially, to speak. Only one touchdown scored in that game. Christian McCaffrey will indeed be an issue for this front seven and this Packers defense, but I think they are going to play, so to speak, a bend but don't break defense when this offense, like I said, they're going to rebound against this Carolina defense. Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to throw for at least two, if not three, maybe four touchdown passes. It's going to be a shootout going to the 30s, but at the end of the day, Kyle Allen is going to get the ball taken away from his hands. I think he's going to get picked off at the end, giving Aaron Rodgers the final say at the end of it all. Drive the Packers down the field. Mason Crosby will be able to put it up the middle in between the crossbars and win this one final. Green Bay wins, but they don't cover the spread. 34-31. to 31. Really? So he has it as a ball game after talking about four touchdowns by Aaron Rodgers. Come on, I, that doesn't sound very confident to me. But moving on to the next matchup, uh, I, we talk about these guys pretty much every week. How about Chicago at home versus Detroit? They are a three-point favorite in this game. The reason I always talk about Chicago is because of the fact that they're unpredictable. They're crazy. What's going on with their quarterback situation? Mitch Trubisky, he's hit or miss every single week. Same with David Montgomery, but they seem to have featured him more. I added him on my fantasy team, uh, potentially going to start him this week. I'm very nervous about that one. Uh, 
him or Chris Carson against San Francisco, it's a tough decision right now. Uh, but David Montgomery, what, what they got going with him is that he can catch passes as well. He had very influential catches in the game against Philadelphia. Philadelphia still covered the spread, but he was a big role in that offense. I think this Detroit team isn't quite as good as Philadelphia, and I think this is going to be a very close matchup. I like Chicago in the game, but the spread is a little bit too much for me. I think it's going to be a very close divisional defensive battle. I think Chicago comes away with it, uh, but I'm taking Detroit against the points. Final score, 24-23, Chicago. You want to talk about a defensive scrum. This is it right here. Matt Patricia for the Lions coming from a New England organization, and then you got on the other side one of the best defensive players in the league, led by Khalil Mack. You know Matt Nagy's going to have his defense ready as well as Matt Patricia. The battle of the mat says so to speak. I think this is going to be a close one to the very end. Not nearly as many points as we were talking about with the Panthers and the Packers, but I think Detroit needs a bounce back. Chicago also needs the bounce back as well. But Matt Stafford, in my opinion, is way better of a quarterback compared to Mitchell Trubisky, and I don't think it's even close. I think at the end of the game, it's going to be tied at 17 with the defensive battle we've been discussing. Matt Stafford's going to be the better quarterback, get the ball in his hands at the end of it all. This is going to be another game won by a field goal. There's been a lot of issues with kicking so far. I think this coming week, it's going to be turned around. There's going to be some game winners. There's going to be more. Uh, the completion percentage is going to be higher and better this week around for kickers. Detroit wins this one by a game-winning kick, 20-17. to 17. Okay, we both similar scores uh, once again, except we have different teams coming out on top. You got a little more faith in Detroit. I think in this game, Chicago is going to find a way. Uh, but the next matchup that we're going to talk about, Sunday night football. Minnesota travels to Dallas, and we saw Dallas this past week on Monday Night Football. Not that impressive early on. Had the Black Cat not ran on the field, I still think the Giants might win that game. Uh, <laughs> but the the Cowboys, just unimpressive to me. I think they... There's something about an edge that certain teams have. I think San Francisco has that edge this year. I think the Patriots didn't have that edge against the Ravens, but I definitely think the Ravens have that edge this year. Dallas does not have that edge thus far. The, the thing with Dallas, they haven't come out hungry except in that divisional game against those Eagles, where they definitely showed out, flapped their wings on the Eagles, if you will. But Dallas, in this game, I think Minnesota has played better football. They competed with Kansas City. I know they lost on the road, but Kansas City is a really well-coached ball club. Uh, they play together. They play defense, special teams, and offense all hand-in-hand. -hand. They trust their defense. They trust their special teams. Uh, I, think, I think Minnesota is a very good, well-rounded team. I think Minnesota on Sunday Night Football is going to go into Dallas and squeak away with the win. I'm taking uh, Minnesota against the points here. 28-27 final score. See, I'm not quite sure with you there, Noah. I think that Kirk Cousins compared to Dak Prescott doesn't quite as have as much of an it factor as, as I like to call it. I think it's going to this one's going to be a game-winning touchdown. I think it's going to be a one-point game. Dallas is going to come out on top in this one. Jerry World is going to continue their streak. They just beat New York on the road, and now they get to come back home. If this is a chance, if this is a message right now to the Cowboys, it's it right here. You've got to take advantage of this opportunity. They get a home game. This is a big matchup against the Vikings. I think they squeak this one by another game winner. There's going to be a lot of one-score games this week around. But Prescott and company, Ezekiel Elliott's going to run the ball down their throats. I know Minnesota 
has a great defense, but it's going to come down to that end, and Prescott's going to get the ball. Dallas wins this one at home, 28 to 27. I guess if I were a betting man, I would say the one week that Nick would pick the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> would be the week that they play his division rival. So a little bit predictable yeah, there, yeah, you know. Yeah. But it, the game could go either way. Dallas is the favorite in this game, as they should be at home. They did blow out New York in the end. I just didn't like the way that they came out in that ball game. And if you have that slow of a start against Minnesota, I don't think you're coming back. Uh, Monday Night Football, San Francisco is at home, and Seattle is coming to visit them. This is going to be a tough, Ooh. scary game as a Seahawks fan. this one. Yeah, uh, if you watch the Norbcam video, once again, it's over there, uh, then you'll know I, I picked San Francisco in this ball game, and unfortunately, I have to stick with my pick. I think San Francisco wins in a very close game. 36-33 uh, is going to be the final score. It's going to be a shootout, uh, despite both teams having good defenses. I think both teams are just scheming. we got to outscore the opponents right here. We're going to miss at least one kick in the game. I think Seattle covers the spread uh, because San Francisco is a six-point favorite. I think that's too much. I hope that's too much. I think Seattle covers the spread. I'm taking Seattle against the spread, but I think San Francisco wins the game 36-33 final. The best attribute that Jimmy Garoppolo has for this offense, he has one of the quickest deliveries in the pocket. He knows how to get rid of the ball quick. One of the weakest sides on the defense for Seattle is their running defense front seven as well as getting to the quarterback. I think that is the deciding factor in this game down in Santa Clara. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get the ball out really quick. He's going to get a lot of time in the pocket. He's got decent targets to be able to throw to. And I like Seattle's offense still. They're going to be able to put up the points. They're getting Josh Gordon for the first time via from New England. So they'll have three targets to be able to go through to in the wideout position. You got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and Josh Gordon now for the Seattle squad. But at the end of the day, that defense is not going to be able to stop that quick delivery that Jimmy Garoppolo has. He's going to be able to get the ball at the end and go down on that game-winning drive. San Francisco wins this one under the primetime lights in a high-scoring affair. Rivalry matchup's going to be close. 49ers win 35-31. Definitely going to be a good game. Uh, fingers crossed. Are we going to be at Norcamp's watch party? Yeah, I'll be fingers crossed for that, too. Good, <laughs> Not a good for the chance. Seahawks, though. Emerald Downs uh, in Auburn. There is going to be a watch party with Norcamp. I'm probably going to go. So <laughs> you, you, you'll want to be down there for that. It's on Monday night. We're watching the game. It's going to be a blast. Uh, regardless, it's always great having you on the show, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me on, my friend. Squabble, picks. Squabble Sexy 6 with the side of Nick. Uh great to have you on uh keep tuning in every single week we're posting more videos check it out tune in every week on saturdays from 10 to 1 kgrg app uh for our show we talk sports live for three hours if you can't get enough of us that's where you can find us saturday mornings 10 to 1 and then keep watching the youtube feed click that notification bell because we're uploading videos every thursday squabble 66 we're gonna make you guys some money